This episode is sponsored by Cyberlytica, combating fraud, account takeover, and information warfare. Get a free dark web password scan now from Cyberlytica. Use promo code HACKEDAGAIN. My guest today is the CTO and co-founder of the Hershevik Group, Sean C. Higgins, has worked in the information technology field for over 30 years with a specific focus on internet security for the last 20 years. Sean is a lifelong information security expert with a passion for speaking, coaching, and writing. In the Canadian best-selling book, Driven, Sean is described as the smartest guy I've ever met by Robert Hershevik. And in his own book, Living Your Purposeful Life, Sean shares his personal journey with readers in the hope that they will start living their own purposeful life. Sean, I want to welcome you to the show and ask you, what keeps you up at night? The thing that really keeps me up at night is the basics. You know, it's amazing how simple the basics are and how often people forget them. You know, starting with password hygiene. How many people are still using the same password across multiple accounts? Just scares me to death. You know, because all it takes is one of those accounts to be hacked, and now I've got access to all your things. You know, people aren't using complex passwords. They're using their dog's name or their child's name or their birth date. Just simple stuff that if people were to just ask you this information, they'd be able to get in. I recommend people use complex passwords and a password vault, you know, a place to store your passwords. You don't have to remember them. My daughter always laughs at me when she goes, what's your iTunes password, dad? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to look it up because it's in my password vault, you know, but it, and my passwords are 20 characters long. I have no idea what they are. And, and I, I use LastPass. LastPass, okay. That's what yeah, I was going to ask you. I use LastPass, but there's a bunch of different tools out there. There's KeyPass, there's 1Password. Mm. LastPass is just my favorite because it has a family option. So all the family has their own vault under mine and we can share passwords easily. So it's great in that respect. Uh, the other thing to look for is something called multi-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. You know, having that second step whenever possible to get into an account, you know, especially for email. Most email platforms today are wide open on the internet. And you don't know how many times I've worked with corporations and the CFO's account has been hacked. And what they what the cyber guys do is they sit there and watch a conversation. And then they'll insert a, a message in that stream to redirect funds someplace else. Scary. All because they didn't have two-factor authentication. They easily guessed the password. The other thing is patching. Keep everything up to date. There's a patch Tuesday from Microsoft for a reason. You know, most of the software today will do auto updates and sometimes you just have to turn it on. Just make sure everything's updated. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty anal about this. I update my stuff as soon as possible. Matter of fact, before this show, I was listening to some music on Spotify and a little red dot showed up, says time for the update. I said, okay, I'll update you. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Got to got to yeah. take the time to do it, even if it's not that convenient. Stop what you're doing and, and update those patches. Really important. Yeah. The other thing is having some basic technologies in place. Make sure you've got a decent endpoint protection on your workstations. 
you know, especially personal stuff, you know, it goes beyond the McAfee antivirus. That's the old technologies, you know, look for some of the newer technologies like malware bytes, Silence uh, uh, Cy- has a personal version. I think it's like 50 bucks for five computers, which I bought for my family because that way everybody in the household is protected. Mm-hmm. Um, but just make sure you have that endpoint protection because the number one issue out there today is ransomware. You, know, you click on the wrong link, guess what? They get into your computer, they encrypt everything, then they want you to pay lots of money to get it back. Another way around ransomware is to make sure you've got a decent backup. You know, make sure everything's backed up. So if somebody comes along and says, hey, we encrypted everything, pay us so many Bitcoin to get it back. And say, ah, too bad. I'm just going to wipe my computer and put the back, restore the backup. So you're good. So, yeah. That's great, great points there. And, And a lot of those best practices that you just shared, Sean, they don't require a lot of money. And and I like your point. Malware bites, I use that too. And it's not just for myself, as you Mm -hmm. mentioned, for your family. I have my family. We're all in in the world of Apple. So the whole Mm -hmm. Apple ecosystem, but for securing passwords with a good password manager, password vault, important, Mm -hmm. enable multi-factor authentication. You make a brilliant point there. Not as convenient, but a lot more secure. It's going to really make a difference there. So Mm -hmm. I, I think some of those best practice tips, they're important for all of us. To mm-hmm. do at home, but even even in the office, and some of us, the office has come home. So having having that balance yeah. there is mm-hmm. really critical, especially working remotely. That we're still practicing cybersecurity. Now, now I'm curious. Think back a little bit since your founding days at Hershevik, Sean. Mm-hmm. What are some maybe security challenges that have evolved the most for you, and even for the company that you've seen this change over the past few decades? You know, I think it's the way that we needed, we needed to protect our environments. I mean, I started basically in uh, information security when businesses started to get on the internet. So at that point, you basically needed a firewall. Nobody, nobody was trying to break into your networks yet, or some people trying to break into banks and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, people were just using the internet as a tool. So there wasn't a lot of issues. You needed a good antivirus and you were good. You know, there weren't the hackers getting in, poking things and pulling things off. And, you know, as technology has advanced, as hackers have advanced, you know, we've gotten more complex. Now we need to watch where you're going on the Internet because you click on the wrong link. You could become infected. They could take over your machine. You know, so that's why we've got some of these advanced detections. While Some companies have URL filtering to make sure you don't go to those bad sites. So. And yeah, just some of the things that have changed and it's a lot quicker today than it was back then. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Hey, Mm -hmm. Temple, tell us a little bit about, you wrote this interesting book, Living Your Purposeful Life. Maybe you could share with us a little bit about what that book is about and and even some of the, maybe the responses from, from your audience, from the readers out there. Yeah, Living Your Purposeful Life was, you know, a journey that I took inward to try and explain issues and situations that came up in my life, not from, and not from a point to blame people or anything, but it was how I handled it. Mm. You know, how did I, you know, I've had my boss over years come up and say, you're doing a crappy job. Mm -hmm. You know, what did I do? I mean, in that situation, I went for a run 
which was a bad thing because I normally didn't run. And I think I ran out and had to walk back. <laughs> uh, you know, but that was just to expel the energy. And then I could sit down with the problem and say, okay, what do I need to do? And it was amazing because this, this came on a Saturday. I got the email and, you know, we're always working all the time. And then by Monday, I was like, okay, I'm in the right mindset to deal with this. The, the conversation I had with my boss was totally different than what I expected from the email that I received, you know, and the processes that I went through. So that's what the book is about. It's really just all these different things that I came across and said, okay, how did I deal with them? You know, because it's easy to say, well, it's his fault. It's Scott's fault, you know, that, it, that this didn't work. No, no. What do I do to take control of this, you know, to make a change? That's beautiful. Where's a good spot to pick up the book for, for the, the viewers and listeners? So that if they're interested in picking up a, a copy of Living Your Purposeful Life, where's a good place to get that, Sean? Yeah, the best place to get it is on Amazon. You know, Amazon's great. It's self-published and Amazon's great. It just prints on demand. So you say you order it, it gets printed and shipped right to you. So it made it easy to get it out to, to everybody. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and maybe you could even share with our audience briefly, if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about what you're doing, a little bit more mm -hmm. about working with the Hershevik group, how can they, they reach out and connect with you guys and, and yourself and just find out a little bit more and maybe start a conversation? Yes, the best place to connect with me is to connect with me at my website, mm -hmm. seanchiggins.com. There's a connect with Sean link on that page and you can go in there and put your information and try and connect with me or actually you'll connect with me, uh, comes directly to me. And what I'll probably end up doing is if, if you agree to it, you know, we'll have a conversation. I mean, one of the things that I started doing during COVID was at the end of the day, instead of having the commute, because I got no commute now, is I just go for a walk. And during that walk, I just pick up the phone and say, okay, who, who should I call today? Mm -hmm. You know, I've had some people say, why are you calling me? You know, because I had, I dealt with vendors and partners over the years and I usually called them when there was a problem. So I remember one of my friends, I called him up and he says, okay, what's the problem? <laughs> said, There's no problem. There There's no problem. I'm calling just because it's COVID and I want to make sure you're okay and just have a conversation. So then it, it was like, oh, okay, let's have that conversation. So oh, that's, great. that's what I love to do. Excellent, excellent stuff. Well, great. Th thanks again for all your, your insight and spending a few minutes with uh, myself, uh, Sean. And uh, again, keep up the great work in the world of cybersecurity, all that you're doing, and as well as your company, the Hershevik Group, and, and hopefully keeping us all safer. Thanks, Scott. Thank you for the time.